this is Nagam Kidder, and you are listening to Nights at Nefertiti's. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Nights at Nefertiti's. I'm Nagam, and I'm, yes, I said that in Arabic this time, and it felt really weird, but okay. So today's episode 32, and it is about Palestine and mainly about Sheikh Jarrah neighborhood in East Jerusalem and the recent attacks, also as well as the Al-Aqsa attacks. So today we're also having a serious talk and mainly facts and hopefully doing this whole cause and whole Palestinian cause justice and getting the word out there and advocating for it and for advocating for a free Palestine. So let's start talking about how there are around, let me see, I think there's 38 Palestinian families that live in the neighborhood of Sheikh Jarrah that are on trial in the Israeli Supreme Court and how they have their evictions coming out and how there were also peaceful, peaceful protests regarding the evictions of the Palestinian families from their homes in Sheikh Jarrah and how Israel couldn't 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 bear and basically on April the 22nd there was a march led by Israelis that protested while the protesters were armed and they were all yelling out death to Arabs so let's go back and talk about the neighborhood of Sheikh Jarrah. Okay, so back in the beginning of May, Palestinian citizens residing in the occupied East Jerusalem neighborhood of Sheikh Jarrah were facing evictions from Israeli settlers. Okay, so Jerusalem is is split up into four quarters, and there's the Muslim quarter, there is the Jewish quarter, and there's the Christian quarter, and I, I keep forgetting what the last quarter is. In general, the eastern Jerusalem area is where the Muslim quarter is and where Al-Aqsa is. Al-Aqsa is the third holiest site in Islam and it is a mosque, if you do not know. Okay, so back to the facts. So East Jerusalem is where, like I said, the Muslim quarter is actually located and this is actually an important factor for what is to come in later facts of this episode so there are 38 palestinian families that live in the neighborhood of sheikh jarrah according to an article that i read on middleeastei.net so six of these families have faced full-on evictions as of currently in may and seven Seven of them are expected to face more of it. Seven more families are expected to face evictions in August. So obviously people are outraged and angry. But then again, I have to remind you that their protests were just chance and completely peaceful. There were no weapons. There was nothing at all. They were peacefully chanting as their protests against what is happening. So... Back to the fact that the thirty, the rest of the 
Palestinian families have different court cases going on head-to-head with powerful Israeli settlers, and those are still in the courts. So, like I said, protests broke out, and that's exactly how headlines made it, even though they were peaceful protests that happened around the West Bank and in Gaza. This led many to be injured by Israeli forces. One Palestinian was even killed throughout all of this, and... all of these protests and like I said many were injured and I forgot to mention a vital detail that this was all occurring in the final 10 days of the Muslim holy month of Ramadan and the last 10 days of Ramadan are the holiest days in con- considering us as Muslims in the faith so just keep this in mind because this is going to be very important for later on so like I said however is Israel, of course, didn't care and attacked Al-Aqsa during prayer of Muslims with stunt grenades and rubberized steel bullets. And I'm getting the next information from a Instagram IGTV video from Subhi Taha, which I'll actually link his Instagram handle in the bio of this episode, just so you can... go and see it because I'm not downloading any of his videos or anything just like he has requested and because the his safety and his family's safety as well. So the U.S. actually gives Israel 3.8 billion. Yes, you heard that right, folks. 3.8 billion dollars in aid every year and that money aka u.s taxpaying dollars is helping suppress and strip palestinians of their rights the palestinian people have basically little to no rights according to israel's judicial system and basically they suppress palestinians and push israeli rights forward and what is this except ethnic cleansing and systematic racism and This shit is basically apartheid. Anyway, just a little outburst through there. But all of this is funded by the U.S. government. Remember yesterday when I mentioned in the history of basically how the U.S. is complete support of Zionism? Well, it is until this very day by supporting the Israeli government and Israeli military with $3.8 billion dollars. every year from us u.s pack pat u.s taxpaying dollars my anger just made me lose the way i'm pronouncing words okay so we have covered now the sheikh jarrah what is happening with the evictions now let's go to al-aqsa attacks so al-aqsa like i said is the third holiest site for muslims and it is a mosque So these attacks basically caused so much damage to our holy site. And since 1922, there have been five major re-restoration cycles for Al-Aqsa that it has gone through. And this had been funded by the Jordan royal family and undertook a total cost about $2.1 billion. So these are not the first ever attacks on the Al-Aqsa Mosque. It has happened before in the past many, many, many times, and it has gone through restoration, like I said, five different times. And it was funded by the Royal Jordanian family. 
So now remember it's Ramadan of 2021 and it's the last 10 days of the holiest month for Muslims and on the first day the four minarets that make the daily call to prayer actually this was the very beginning of Ramadan this was in April is when the very first day of Ramadan the four minarets that the daily call to prayer were badly vandalized by Israel Israeli security forces and in the last 10 days which are considered like I said the holiest on May 7th Israel reacted with violating force against protesters Israel troops broke into the prayer hall and inside the mosque itself launching stun grenades tear gas and shooting people with steel rubberized bullets and Hundreds of Palestinians were injured and half a dozen lost eyesight, which is crazy. Also, to note that when Palestinian uh, people were coming in, the EMTs were coming in to rescue and help people and make sure that people are being taken care of that need medical attention. Israel, of course, basically fired at some of the tents that had these medical support basically and also blocked some from even receiving any sort of medical aid so what what has happened has been recorded and documented and israel is basically crushed crushing the tolerance and the mutual respect that these people could have even for them so this episode has been more of like a quick facts kind of episode and I just wanted to take a moment before we go on to tomorrow's episode to talk about how actually speaking up really does get people's voices heard so without all of this happening if people didn't talk about it as much or didn't post on their stories even though it might seem like it's nothing when someone's posting on their story about this you're actually really helping and you're really informing people around you especially the ones that don't know about all this history because us as arabs we've known about this history for years and this has been going on for over 74 years and it's 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 crazy so it in a way when you're sharing this information on your instagram stories or on facebook or on twitter or wherever you are able to share information it helps because it advocates and it teaches people that don't know anything about this situation and haven't heard about it and aren't as educated about this and it helps raise awareness for the cause of the palestinian people and it helps raise awareness for what is happening and to basically put put an eye on Israel and the Israeli government on what they're doing to Palestinians and the atrocities that they're committing. Can you imagine just being in your own prayer in your own holy holy place like if you're in a synagogue or church or or a mosque and you're you're praying and then randomly getting attacked and injured and also struggling to see to find someone to help you and have medical attention being given to you 
it blows my mind. So also, not only is your voice important, but where your money goes as well is very, very important. There are so many places that I have researched and read about that support Israel, Israel and the Israeli government and some different different manufacturers just like for example l'oreal and all of the prod and all of the different companies real l'oreal is the parent company of they are no longer taking any of my money because they are helping buying weapons buying different things and stripping palestinians of their rights killing palestinians and i don't want 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 anything to do with that and i now look into like where my products are from and who who the ceo is giving their monies to their monies their money to and all of that because it's so important because not only am I trying to do something by word of mouth and word of technology and social media, but I'm also as well trying to do something where my money, where my, where my money is going, basically. And it's as much as I can do right now. And even with this, I feel like I'm doing the bare minimum. And it's crazy to think that you are kind of like your hands are kind of tied behind your back at this point when it comes to different things that we can do because we're kind of constrained because more world leaders should be taking charge and more world leaders should be focusing on what is happening in Palestine and the UN needs to step up its game because it has been ignoring the Palestinian cause and all it has been doing is giving sanctions over sanctions to the Israeli government for breaking international law but Israel has been doing this for years and just talking about it isn't enough anymore we have to we have to do more and with doing more I believe that putting where your money is where your mouth is basically and wherever your money is going that's where it shows who you're supporting and who you're not supporting so like I said I will no longer be putting any of my money in any of the companies that have support to Israel but then again remember to make sure that your research is correct and if you're kind of skeptical then don't spend it on that certain company there are so many different other companies and even local brands that might be deserving of your money more than these large corporations just like l'oreal and estee lauder apparently now she that the CEO of Estee Lauder they won the Jubilee Award which is one of the highest ranking awards that Israel gives out and basically because they have been helping out with the funding and keeping Israel on its feet so yeah I don't want my money to go to anything of the sort so I just wanted to give my two cents out for that and I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. Please subscribe or follow the podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Anremi. Excuse me. Also, if it, if <laughs> if you feel like it, please rate 
and let me know and give like a rate and review on apple podcasts and it'll really really help me out because it gets the word out for the podcast and it also lets me know how i'm doing and whether you guys are enjoying the content or not and i would love to know Anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed. If you have any questions or think that I gave out any wrong information, please feel free to DM me at at tab on Instagram. And that is spelled N-A-G-H-A-M-T-A-B. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Bye.